0: Today is Friday, October 28th, 2022, and Elon Musk takes over Twitter, fires all executives, including the salty, nasty Twitter lib who banned Donald Trump. Nancy Pelosi's husband is attacked in a break-in in their San Francisco home, and Don Bolduc joins the show. Senate candidate from New Hampshire. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. Ladies and gentlemen, We have news for you. And it's all coming out of San Francisco. There are some major stories breaking right now out of San Francisco. Some of them are good. Some of them are terrifying. And here is a terrifying one. We will start with the breaking news this morning. A man named Paul Pelosi, who recently pled guilty to drunk driving and was able to essentially skate on all charges for his drunk driving that endangered his fellow Californians, this man is married to Nancy Pelosi, insider trading scion, was attacked in his home this morning in San Francisco. Early this morning, an assistant to Pelosi broke the news and said that Mr. Pelosi was violently assaulted inside of their home in San Francisco. Now there's an investigation involving the FBI and the uh, uh, Capitol Police, along with the San Francisco police. Mr. Pelosi was taken to the hospital. He re- he's receiving medical care and is expected to make a full recovery. Speaker Pelosi was not at the location at the time. The speaker and her family are grateful to first responders. And this is how the uh, statement goes. So what does this mean? Well, one, it means what we will always practice on the show. It doesn't matter if people get COVID. It doesn't matter if, he, you know, so, something it, it, like Rochelle Walensky, uh, t- quintuple vaccinated. Rochelle Wolinsky gets COVID. We don't wish her ill. We wish people who live in America well including Paul Pelosi. We don't want any harm to ever befall our fellow Americans. That's because we are not in the sunken place. We are not darkened souls. We still have light inside of our eyeballs and our hearts. We don't wish ill on anyone. So we wish Paul Pelosi a speedy recovery. However, you must pivot specifically on this show because we were just in San Francisco and we were just at Nancy Pelosi's neighborhood. Nancy Pelosi lives on Billionaire's Row in San Francisco. It is one of the poshest, nicest, most beautiful neighborhoods I've ever been in. It is at the very tip top of uh, a large hill in San Francisco. Now, we were doing a documentary called Nancy's Mansions, and it's all about the enormous amount of wealth that Nancy Pelosi has accumulated over insider trading, over her uh, long storied career of insider trading. She hasn't had a storied career in Congress. She's never done anything good for the American people in Congress. She's done things good for herself and has bought her houses on Billionaires Row. This is a, a what should be a safe place in San Francisco. And let me tell you a little something. It's not. And we found out the hard way. We tried to warn the Pelosi's, to be quite honest, if I may, we literally tried to warn the Pelosi's by going public with what happened to us while we were filming our special called Nancy's Mansions, which will be out in the coming weeks, okay? We're going to follow this story and make sure that we're sensitive to the timing and so on, but Ladies and gentlemen, this is a major problem for our team as we were burglarized in front of Nancy Pelosi's house. We went on social media. We tried to warn the Pelosi's that they were overseeing the rot and the unsafe, horrible conditions for people of San Francisco. We have detailed those conditions, of course. We have shown you the homeless population. We have shown you the drug problems. The Pelosi's Time in San Francisco has essentially turned that city into like Gotham before Batman. And now look what's happened. Just like in the new Batman. Like it's, it's very, it's bad. Listen, we're saying it's bad. We wish Paul Pelosi a speedy recovery, but what is the reason for this attack? The reason for this attack is how unsafe it is under this leadership that specifically allows no cash bail, you can commit any crime you want, open drug use, open vagrancy, open criminality, all throughout the city. These are policies that were put in place by Democrats. And so we were burglarized in front of Nancy Pelosi's house. We tried to warn them that not even their own neighborhood was safe, watch. Hey, so listen,
1: my backpack got stolen yesterday across the street from Nancy Pelosi's house. We were here filming and while we were out, I had my backpack in the car. Someone reached in and pulled it out. I I can't believe in this city, in Nancy's district, across from her house, our stuff is getting stolen. Not much was in there. My hoodie, my favorite backpack, things like that, but it's embarrassing. You know, we came here to capture the crime and the homelessness and outside of Pelosi's house, It happened. Not only
0: did we capture it, but we
1: experienced it. Can't believe it.
0: Yo, uh, that was Royce. You all know Royce. Royce uh, is our wonderful director of photography here at Team Benny. What happened, Royce? Well, I hope
1: there's no echo because Benny's mic is over there. But we were simply across the street from Nancy's house. There was Secret Service. And, and not even right next to Nancy are you safe. Not even in the nicest, like you said, poshest, uh, I think you said in the video, which everyone will see soon, where the 1% of the 1% live, where they are, they're not even safe from, from the crime that, that's uh, happened in that city and begins to, to grow and all that stuff. It's not fun. Uh, and I miss my backpack. <laughs>
0: Well, uh, well, like, well, like how did it, I mean, final question, how did it make you feel like because we were just filming, we, you were doing your job and we were inside of this very nice neighborhood. And then we come back and all your stuff's gone. Somebody reached in, grabbed your stuff. And there's some homeless dude with your backpack, your Dunder Mifflin hoodie, uh, wandering around doing drugs in San Francisco right now thinking, man, Nancy Pelosi's neighborhood, good hunting grounds.
1: Well, you know, I feel like I'm missing something. I had that backpack for like four years since I was 16. Uh, That Dunder Mifflin hoodie I've had, you know, that was like a sentimental piece. Me and my wife now, we, you know, we had matching hoodies. Now that's gone. So for someone, you know, they they never know what they're going to get, but it it hurts people. Regardless of how expensive it was, it doesn't matter what it was. uh, You know, it's hard to lose something that was yours and it doesn't change for this scenario.
0: Seriously. Seriously. Hey, listen, guys. Stay safe if you are in California and get the hell out of there. Royce has been raised in Florida and Royce just was sort of shocked at how bad things have gotten. It's like the third world. It's like the third world inside of the first world. It's insane. Different countries between Florida and California, different countries. You should immigrate and leave your garbage policies with you. Again, we will end by simply saying we do not wish anyone ill. We hope that Paul Pelosi, nothing bad happens to him. But ladies and gentlemen, if you continue to say, if you continue to touch the stove and you continue to watch that the stove is hot and you do not listen to shows like this saying the stove will burn you and it's on and it's flaming and it's red hot and you're the one cranking up the heat and then you put your hand on it and you burn yourself. Don't come crying to us, man. Don't come crying to us. Okay, these are Democrat policies that lead to hell for everyone and you know what maybe when it starts maybe when it starts affecting the richer neighborhoods which is exactly where Nancy Pelosi lives billionaires row maybe things will change it needs to change this life is hell in San Francisco and you will see so very very soon please check our newest San Francisco content we went and asked people what they liked about Nancy Pelosi lives in the heart of San Francisco what did they have to say nice about Nancy 40 years in office let's take a listen Sir, what do you think about Nancy Pelosi? No, fine. I like her. Yeah? What's your favorite thing about her?
1: Can't think of offhand. I don't follow politics. She's been in office
0: for 40 years, so
1: you think she'd have an accomplishment? I'm sure she has, she wouldn't be there for 40 years. <laughs> hey, your
0: skin is hanging off your bones.
2: Uh, is that
0: letter? I like her. Yeah? What's your favorite thing that she's done in politics? She's been in politics for 40 years.
2: I don't know one I can name right now.
0: Has Nancy Pelosi ever done anything for you? I'm sure she's done some good things. She's been around for 40 years. Can you name a good thing. There's gotta be something. There's got to be something nobody could name a single nice thing. Royce and I filmed for hours and days in San Francisco and couldn't find a single person to say something nice about Nancy, who has represented that district and again, plunged it into the darkened days of Gotham City without Batman and without the Dark Knight. Ladies and gentlemen, Nancy Pelosi has overseen the destruction of San Francisco. Maybe that's why she doesn't live in San Francisco. She lives out in in a vineyard far, far away from her district. You ever heard the term throwing fuel on the fire? This is exactly what our federal government is doing with inflation. They are adding to inflation. They are trying to make your life worse in order to keep power. That's why the consumer price index right now is increasing yet again. The stock market is in total turmoil and our leaders are spending more money. That's exactly what Joe Biden is doing. Spending more money to destroy the American family. Spending more money to turn down inflation is literally the opposite of the thing that you would do if you wanted to actually solve inflation. So what can you do about it? Well, you can text Benny to 989898 and Birch Gold will send you a free info kit to protect your savings with gold in a tax sheltered account. These are great people with almost 20 years experience in converting IRAs and 401ks into precious metal IRAs. Have you ever uh, looked at your IRA over the last month or two? What's going on? Have you looked at your 401ks? Ladies and gentlemen, now is time to invest in gold. Do not let the left devalue your savings. Text Benny to 989898 and claim your free, no obligation info kit for Birch Gold. Again, you can own physical gold in a tax sheltered retirement account with Birch Gold and Birch Gold has an A plus rating for the Better Business Bureau. Let them help you do it. They helped my family and boy, it is a comfort. Go gold, ladies and gentlemen. Way north in Napa Valley, one of the safest, richest, poshest places uh, in America. That's where Nancy Pelosi actually lives. That's where their vineyard is. So Nancy Pelosi doesn't live in her district. She's overseeing the destruction of that place. And it is liberal leftist policies that are finally coming home to affect the people who they were never intended to affect. This is what out of control, rampant crime and not prosecuting crime does to a place. It destroys it. I know firsthand. That's why I fled Washington, D.C. Okay, so ladies and gentlemen, People couldn't name what Nancy Pelosi had done in San Francisco, but they can certainly this morning name what Elon Musk is doing in San Francisco. Elon Musk, the purge begins. Elon Musk completes his $44 billion takeover, begins firing executives and reversing permanent bans. Drink the tears, so salty, so delicious. They're so, oh, mmm. oh, I sip them, oh, mm. The delicious tears, they're overflowing. They're molten hot. They've exploded out of the ground like the creation of Mount Doom and Mordor. They're just flowing. Ah! Follow the breaking news here. And it's delicious. This is a Fox News alert. Elon Musk officially owns Twitter.
3: He bought it not to make money, but to restore free speech to America. If he actually does that, this country will change forever. Immediately after the news came out, the CEO of Twitter, Parag Agarwal, who came to this country and immediately
0: started destroying our most sacred freedom, and the CFO, Ned Siegel, are both gone. Yesterday, Musk walked in the door of Twitter with a sink. Let that sink in, he said. As of tonight, the old regime is officially out, and Elon Musk runs Twitter. We'll see what happens. It could be amazing. The salt must flow! We love it! Thank you, William, on YouTube. The salt must flow. Willie Yancey on Facebook says... Salt. throw up some salt shakers baby lefty tears taste the best says the kurgan on youtube ladies and gentlemen elon is a friggin man of men thank you marley rome you know it and let's get the salt flowing elon musk walked into twitter starting by trolling the libs, okay? He walked in with a giant sink and he said, Let that sink in. It's worth playing the clip. We'll never stop playing the clip. We'll start every show with this clip. This is the greatest clip that ever exists in the history of the internet. Watch. Um <laughs> to
1: <laughs> <laughs> You just can't help with it, that's it. Okay. <laughs>
0: let the sink in ladies and gentlemen we live throw up those sweet sweet salt shakers karen stell says i love liberal tears for breakfast on facebook lady let's go let's do this thing so elon musk first act he fires the ceo parag agarwal second act he follows he fires vijaya gade who is this nasty vicious Lib, who is the one who was in charge of Twitter, health and safety, Twitter health and safety. What that actually means is everything I don't like, everything I don't like is violence. Every opinion, every opinion that I that hurts my feeling is literal violence. Oh, oh. We, uh, Royce and I were at the Bucks game last night. Got to throw the flag. Ladies and gentlemen, they are such freaks. What Elon Musk has done is essentially taken that, like, flamethrower that he had, right? Taken the flamethrower and, like, gone through and is just melting. He's just going through with the flamethrower, just melting the snowflakes inside of Twitter one after another. It is bloody Sunday at Twitter. Here's a meme of Elon Musk going through and uh, entering Twitter for the first time. And their tears are freshly squeezed thanks bill on facebook ah <laughs> oh, ladies and gentlemen we are so excited to tell you that elon musk is the man that we all dreamed he would be when he entered Twitter. We thought maybe he would cuck out. Maybe there were some people, we didn't think this, but there were some people who, were like, oh, Elon's gonna get in there and he's gonna do his thing, play both sides. Nope. Musk took the struggling social network private. Thursday, ousting Chief Executive Parag Agarwal, Chief Financial Officer Ned Siegel, according to the source, uh, who spoke on the condition of anonymity, Parag and Siegel were Twitter's San Francisco headquarters when the deal closed and were escorted out. They were escorted out of the office. kicked them right in the ass and kicked them into the street. Don't hit any syringes on your way. We know it is a San Francisco street. Is filled with the shit of tweaking drug addicts. So please don't hit any of those on your way out, along with Vajaya Gade, who's Twitter's top legal policy executive, and Sean Edgett, who's general counsel, according to the Wall Street Journal. Yo, 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 drink the tears, drink them. Adios. See you later. Elon is your friend, okay? Elon is your friend. Elon got rid of this lady. This is before she banned Trump. Before she banned Trump. And let us say the reason why this is important is because Twitter banned Trump first. They set the precedent. Everyone else who works at every other social media company lives on Twitter. They follow Twitter's orders. They march along with what Twitter does. Zuckerberg and the Google guys are sitting over there being like, okay, what's Twitter doing? They follow the instructions. They let Twitter take the lead. And so this is why it is so important what Elon Musk is doing, because they all follow along like Pied Piper with the Twitter libs. This lib in particular, Vijaya Gade, is so nasty and could not answer simple questions that were asked to her by Tim Pool a couple years ago on the Joe Rogan podcast. It went like this. With a list of private phone numbers, addresses, yet Kathy Griffin, she's fine. The guy who threatened the lives of these kids in Covington and said, lock them in the school and burn it down. You did nothing. I mean, he got suspended to take his tweets down. Was he banned for threatening the lives of kids? Absolutely not.
4: So, again, we have and I'm, I'm happy to talk about all these details. We have our policies that are meant to protect people and they're meant to enable free expression as long as you're not trying to silence somebody else. Now, we take a variety of different enforcement mechanisms around that. Sometimes you get warned. Sometimes your tweet is forced to be deleted. It's a very rare occasion where we will outright suspend someone without any sort of warning or any sort of um, ability to understand what happened. What did you guys do with it? But, Tim, those accounts were actioned. They may not have been actioned the way you wanted to, to, but the the tweets were forced to be deleted, and the account
1: is... I take I, like I, a penalty for that. So I, I understand, understand that. What but kind of a penalty? Well,
4: again, as I said earlier, Joe, we don't uh, usually uh, automatically suspend accounts with one violation because we want people to learn. We mm-hmm. want people to understand what they did wrong and give them an opportunity not to do it again.
0: So this is the kind of person who is so broken in her brain that she has a duality. She lives a duality. She thinks that she is protecting people on Twitter. She thinks she's protecting the narrative. And that she's saving people when at the exact same time, she is utterly looking the other direction when libs commit probably prosecutable offenses. You know how many death threats we get on Twitter a day? You know how many death threats we get in our DMs? Our DMs are open on Twitter. it's like four a day, at least. I got a family member who's really bad at balancing her budget. And as a small business owner, I've helped her go through her line items and see what her expenses are at the end of the month and help tally them up so that she can stay on budget. She's on a fixed income and so we help her out. Now, I was shocked to see the amount of money that she is spending for her and her kids to have a cell phone plan. It's one of the first things we did to help her hit her budget every single month is to adjust that wildly inflated bill for cell phone coverage. It is the year 2022. This is one of the number one ways that you can can save with your bills. And you gotta save because you can see what's happening to the economy right now. You can see what Joe Biden is doing. You gotta protect what's yours today. Step one, I told her, was switch your cell phone service to Pure Talk, America's most reliable 5G network. And you don't have to sacrifice coverage for a fortune every month. I mean, take a look at your cell phone bill. If you're with Verizon, AT&T, T-Mobile, you know how much you pay. It's going to be hundreds of bucks. With Pure Talk, you can get unlimited talk and text and six gigs of data for just 30 bucks a month. That's real saving, and it can go to cover groceries, gas. Pure Talk has never raised their rates, and they're run by patriots. Go to puretalk.com. Select the plan that will save you money. Then enter the code Benny, and you'll get 50% off your first month. Go to puretalk.com and enter the code Benny to save right now with the company that I trust with my business and my family, Pure Talk. They don't care. It doesn't matter. Because Twitter isn't real. Twitter was always just a tool in order to suppress conservative voices, to de-boost conservatives, and to increase artificially the value of liberal conversation in order to act as a Trojan horse or as a, what would be the right metaphor here, in order to act much larger and to seem much more ominous and to seem much more powerful than the reality. Reality. Demonstrates because the reality is that we are 80% of the country. 80% of the country believes like you, believes like me. And that includes like a Tulsi Gabbard. That includes common sense Democrats. 80% of the country. No child indoctrination, no child mutilation, close the borders, strong dollar, bring jobs, repatriate jobs back to America. Um, you know, no predators in the White House. Most of the country believes this stuff. It is the extremist freaks that were artificially propped up on Twitter. And they felt as though they were winning because Twitter artificially fake, fagazi fagazi. They made it fake. It's a fake world. And now that world is coming, crashing down. Will it bring back the return of Donald Trump? Elon Musk said yes. Here's what Elon said about bringing Trump back. And the final question, and this is, this is really the two paid elephant in the room. Are you planning to let Donald Trump back on?
1: Well, uh, I think there's there's a general question of should Twitter have permanent bans? And, you know, I've I've talked with Jack Dorsey about this and uh, he and I are of the same mind, which is that uh, permanent bans should be uh, extremely rare and really reserved for uh, people where they're trying to uh, for for accounts that are uh, Bots or sp- uh, spam scam accounts. Um, I-, I guess the answer is that I I, I would reverse the perma ban.
0: I would reverse it. So, Elon, we have a question for you. We have somebody on our we have somebody on our staff who is perma for absolutely no reason. His name's ALX and he joins the program right now. ALX is the executive producer of this show, our Newsmax show. He is one of our he is our longest serving employee here at Team Benny, and he is a legend. ALX, how did your how did your legend begin with
3: you versus Twitter? So I posted a meme of uh, Joe Biden and I had Xi Jinping saying Xi Jinping supports Joe Biden uh, for president. And it was a meme. Uh, 10 minutes later, I found my account was suspended. Twitter's official position was that that meme did not cause my suspension. Um, we don't know uh, the true answer because they they really didn't give a clear reason. Um, so for the past two years, we've kind of been uh, fighting at it, you know, trying to get an explanation and trying to get my account restored. So uh, maybe this takeover um, will get it restored. It seems that Bloomberg is reporting that uh, accounts are going to be restored and my my prediction is that Alex Jones will probably be the first one restored or project veritas or even Trump maybe at uh, noon today or 5 p.m today I'm guessing we'll see so you think Trump is coming back I do I do um, based on Elon's past positions on this and then uh, his his text messages um, that were released in the lawsuit saying that that was one of his top priorities is reversing permanent suspensions and I would think that a, a former president would be at the top of his list to restore. So, yes, I think he's coming back.
0: Hey Alex, I'm, I'm listening to you and I'm scrolling through the comments here and there's dozens of comments saying I'm getting on Twitter for the first time. This seems like a very smart business decision, perhaps by Elon. Am I wrong?
3: Oh, yeah, totally. Um, it, it's kind of funny. So the position of people on the right wing is more speech. So they want to welcome everyone and then you have uh, i'm seeing a new social media app on the left that comes out and their their marketing is hey we're going to ban all right-wing speech and, and i'm thinking to myself who, like who thinks that that's a like a wise strategy join join our platform so we can ban everyone else with opposing opinions and that's that's how they're marketing their app now like in this alternate reality that's just been created Uh, Twitter is now the free speech platform, which welcomes everyone. And they're all melting down because other people's opinion are are welcome on the platform. I mean, that's the best decision uh, that Elon could make would be to welcome everyone back.
0: Do you think... And there's so many people saying, bring Donald Trump back. There's just comment after comment after comment. Guys, we are putting up the comments. We get thousands of comments on this show. We're putting up the comments as they roll in. We love all of you. We'll shout you out. We love this audience. We want to bring back ALX. We need to bring back ALX. ALX, what do you think the reaction will be when Donald Trump gets his account back? So You're saying Donald Trump gets his account back. What is going to be the equal and opposite reaction on the left?
3: there's going to be a clear meltdown um i'm guessing i'm guessing joe biden will come out and say it's a threat to democracy to have trump back on the platform Uh, and like i said it was kind of funny when the rumors started back like five months ago and twitter released this whole statement donald trump is never coming back to the platform and it's like well i mean you guys don't control the platform anymore so now (laughs) it's really not up to them anymore so um, what is So I
0: just want everyone to know, one, you can follow ALX on Instagram, Getter, Truth Social. You can follow him on those accounts. He has a a very quickly growing Instagram account, Um, and he is the best at breaking news. ALX is the best producer in the business, and we are blessed to have him here at this company. However, he is particularly gifted at Twitter, and it is my contention that they banned him at Twitter in order to silence a very gifted young man. They silenced a young man. ALX is 26. 26. And they wanted to kneecap and quite frankly, almost kill the career of ALX because he was so good at his job. ALX, you don't have to compliment yourself. I'll I'll be happy to do it. Okay, (laughs) ALX has worked with me for three, four years now. ALX, they tried to kneecap his career. And now he is coming back roaring stronger and better than ever. I want to thank the audience because it's the audience that didn't allow this to happen. Because of the audience, it's people like ALX and other young conservatives. We have a team of 15 here at the at Benny Media, a team of 15 meme makers, graphic designers, videographers, Royce. You all keep us going and you keep these young conservatives employed. So thank you. I see all the comments here. Everyone's saying Elon rocks. But ladies and gentlemen, it's you who actually rock. You keep this possible, even when the in the worst of days. And so here's what I would ask uh, ALX as a final question: One, what will be your first tweet when you are welcome back? <laughs> and then two, what will people get when they flood to ALX to follow your account once more?
3: I haven't quite decided my first tweet. Um, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I kind of just don't don't want to uh, jinx it by writing one. Um, I'll wait until it's back and then and then I'll write one. Um, but I'm I'm thinking of a good one, and then uh, I'm I'm going to probably retweet any tweet that I see um, supporting my return. So um, I'm looking forward to people welcoming me back, and I'll retweet everyone I see. All right, let's clip
0: it, tweet it at Elon. Elon Musk has responded to us, probably like close to a half dozen times mm-hmm. on Twitter. Yeah, so he definitely fo- so. He definitely he definitely follows the TikTok of what we're saying. So let's make sure we get ALX back. Bring them all back. If they did not commit a crime, bring them all back. All of them. Alex Jones, Donald Trump, Roger Stone. Who else? What are some of our favorites, ALX?
3: Milo. um, Yep. Yeah, Project Veritas. Everyone. Everyone that I can think of. Yep. Yep.
0: Salty Army. Ladies and gentlemen, let's go in for ALX. Let's bring this man back. He is our boy. Thank you, ALX, for being on the program and also making this program possible
3: every day. Thank you so much for having me, Benny.
0: Let's make sure that we flood ALX's account. When it is back, you will hear from us on all channels. We will treat it as critical breaking news and we will flood ALX with new followers and love that he deserved for the last few years. Bring them all back. God bless Elon Musk, the greatest alpha move that we have, the greatest alpha move that we have ever seen and may ever see in our lifetime. And it's happening right now. So say a prayer, throw up your salt shakers for Elon. We should get like a, we maybe get us like a salt shaker for the show or something. Throw them up for Elon. And ladies and gentlemen, we are winning. We've been telling you for a long time. We are winning. Somebody who is also winning and somebody who should absolutely win his race for Senate, all important Senate seat in New Hampshire, is wonderful candidate for that race, General Don Bolduc. He joins us next. The good general is here. How are you, sir? We are a little bit uh, demurred that you don't have your shield with you with all the arrows in it. We were hoping (laughs) that that would make an
2: appearance during this live. Well, I should have brought it, and I love that shield. We took all the arrows from everybody, and we won. So we're pretty proud of that. We're proud of the Granite Staters that we worked with for over two years campaigning, a truly uh, grassroots campaign, connecting with everybody across the state. My wife and I visiting all, uh, you know, uh, towns and cities in the state multiple times. That's the way to win. That's how we're going to win the general election because Senator Hassan is out there hiding. She's afraid to uh, stand up for her record because it's done nothing but hurt Granite Staters and Americans.
0: Yeah, it does. It, I've been to New Hampshire many times. I love that state. It's a free state. Uh, you know, live free or die is the state motto. And he really is in she really is not in step with the people of New Hampshire. This is like a a very conservative state with a lot of like pride in the fact that it is independent and free thinking and disconnected from the scum in Washington, D.C.
2: Yeah, she's lost her way. Uh, Twenty years of being a career politician has taken its toll on her ability to recognize her responsibility, which is public service. You work for the people, not the other way around. She's allowed special interests to drive everything she does, along with lobbyists and very wealthy political elite. She's invested $30 million in the campaign. And that $30 million doesn't come people in New Hampshire. I have a million dollars. She has $30 million, right? Uh, we won the primary on less than $500,000. People have said, I'm not a serious candidate because I don't have a lot of money. Well, we did it the right way. And we're continue to do it the right way with... Um, with, uh you know a grassroots campaign i've done 60 town halls between the primary and the general election she hasn't done any town halls mm-hmm. and her last video um, was yesterday and she did a she well her last engagement with voters that support her uh, were sign wave folks and she did it by zoom i went out physically on the ground and thank my sign waivers she she does it via zoom and she just had a a Democrat Zoom conference with the Cheshire Democrats hosted by a multi-billionaire from California. And it was billed as a Zoom spaghetti dinner. I don't know about you, but I don't know how that happens. I go to my kitchen, you go to your kitchen. You know, we we cook up uh, spaghetti, we get our favorite sauce and then we sit down and talk about it. I'm really not sure how that works. But even she's even figured out how to cost people money in a Zoom call uh, during her election. So she is just out of touch. People know it. And that's why we have the momentum and we're going to win. It does
0: seem like you have the momentum. Let's uh, let's roll the latest polls here. Check this out.
4: Uh, case in point, that senatorial race, uh, Maggie Hassan, Don Baldock, just the latest Emerson poll, right? This, this is our Fox News power rankings that still has this lean D right now. But if you take a look at some of the most recent pollings in this race, Don Baldock has come up five points. Uh, Maggie Hassan's come down uh, three points, really tightening this race. Uh, right now, only three points apart there uh, with a within the margin of error. So as we watch that race closely, some of the key issues that voters are watching in New Hampshire, economy number one, cost of living is a big one for folks there as well, especially with those home heating costs. Abortion still double digits there, 25%. Threats to democracy also double digits at 17%. Healthcare number four on that list at 8%. Uh, And we also look at uh, New Hampshire's unemployment rate. And it is worth pointing out, the unemployment rate in New Hampshire is significantly below the national average at 2.2%, which makes this more of a cost of living conversation that they're having in that state especially when you look at the rising price of things like gasoline. Gas at the state level is below the national average, but still up more than a dollar since President Biden took office. So that is a big one to watch.
0: Are you seeing this? I mean, one, congratulations, because you, sir, sort of came out of nowhere. We know you have a storied career and you deserve the Senate seat because you've worked for it and you obviously represent the people of New Hampshire. Who are free-minded, liberty-minded people? Uh, but wow, you 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 are abs- You have absolutely closed the gap and are terrifying to the left right now.
2: Well, yes, and you know they have they have worked to uh, you know undermine the livelihoods of Granite Staters by the numbers. You know, reversing our energy independence to dependence, driving up inflation, uh, open border policies. Uh, not enforcing legal immigration, the opioid crisis, mental health crisis, um, crime, fact that police officers, uh, our police departments up here, all of them are short. Our our state police is at an, an historic level of uh, shortages. This just doesn't happen in New Hampshire. Certainly wasn't that way two years ago. People are choosing between heating and eating. It was 32 degrees here. Uh, you know, on the seacoast when I woke up this morning, so it's much colder up north. And, you know, we have, natu- we have natural gas shortages that are going to cause blackouts in the winter. Kids aren't going to be going to school uh, because it's going to be too cold. Uh, and it's, it's kind of like a, another lockdown, right? Using energy as a weapon and inflation as a weapon. Mm. And it's very, mm. very dangerous. We saw it during COVID. There were no reasons for it then. We know that now. There's no reason for this hardship. It's her fault. She refuses to take accountability for it. And it's easy to point out, um, you know, she tries to deflect by, by minimizing her, um, you know, her engagements with Granite Staters by, I signed up for seven debates. She's only done two with me. We'll do a third one here next week on, on WMUR-TV. And all she does is consistently go back uh, to issues that are not unimportant. But when you can't put three meals a day on the table for your children and you can't heat your home and you're worried about day to day living and retirees have to go back home or have to go um, get second jobs and come out of retirement, you know, you need to focus on that and everything she do- has done has been voting uh, for worsening of our children's safety and security and the livelihood of granted staters. It's got to stop. Uh,
0: general, I can see why she wouldn't want to debate you. We watched the debate from two days ago and talk about a blackout. Uh, this was a total knockout. Uh, this, If you don't follow the debates as closely as we do on this show, check out this incredible clip of the good general debating leftist lib who should not be representing the state, Maggie Hasman.
2: I don't know how she can look granite staters in the eyes, knowing that they're making a choice between heating and eating. I've been out there holding the hands of moms and dads and retirees who can't afford to live right now. A family who was moved out of their home because they can't afford their home into a three room apartment with their three children. Okay, we've got to- This is disgraceful. It's wrong. I've pushed the Biden administration to release more
1: home heating fuel right now from its reserves so that we can increase supply. We also uh, came together, and I led a bipartisan push to increase home heating
0: assistance because right now these immediate costs are really hurting people. Well, I mean, what? <laughs> There it you is. You have Katie Hobbs as you have Katie Hobbs as a senator. That's uh, that's what you got. You got the cat lady librarian who just wants to lecture everyone about how great things are uh, while she's destroying people's lives. I mean, this it was an incredible
2: debate guys. performance. You clearly won that, sir. Oh yes, we we won it and it was rigged in every way possible against me. It was at NHPR. The moderator's questions were all designed in her wheelhouse, but I just kept taking it out of the wheelhouse. All the people in the audience were masked. That was a requirement. You know, they had to be masked. What? And and I had two supporters in that audience of 45 initially. But after the debate, several people came up to me and said, listen, I'm a Democrat uh, or an independent. Uh, several people came up and said, after this debate, I'm changing my vote and I'm supporting you. You will go to Washington, D.C., and you'll fix this. We don't agree with you on everything, but we do believe that you will serve us. And I said, Yeah, the requirement isn't to de- agree on everything. The requirement is to serve people and do better for people. And she clearly doesn't do it. And you saw, I faced the audience when I spoke, she faced the moderator. And by the end of the debate, she was hanging her head.
0: What a. What a weird, what a totally weird format. And of course, you're up against not only your opponent, but you're up against the moderators, the people crafting the questions, the audience. It's like going on The View. It's 500 against one. But you know what those odds are. You uh, became you've gotten to our feed by using a Spartan shield and having the arrows in that shield. We have that clip. It was our favorite clip. We shared it everywhere. It went viral. For those who are not familiar, we want to play the clip and then we want to uh, we want to end by talking about why you have this shield, your military service and what you will do for the people of New Hampshire. Let's play the clip.
2: Taken. Their arrows. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We have successfully protected ourselves. You sent the big, biggest signal to the establishment yes, yes. tonight. Legend, We have taken their arrows. We love that energy. Well, you know, that's what you need. You know, I was I'm part of Special Operations. I did 10 tours in Afghanistan, served with the finest service members uh, that our country has available. Uh, And, you know, I had that honor to do so. And everything that we do in special ops puts us in an environment where we're, we're surrounded by the enemy and we're surrounded by the populace. And we try and do the right things to bring freedom and justice and to save people's lives. And that's no different here. We need freedom. We need justice. We need to save people's lives. We need to bring back the economic prosperity that we had two years ago, that President Trump established uh, during his administration, the safety and security of Americans, of borders, respect the police, bring down crime, develop a foreign policy that makes us strong again by investing in our institutions, family, education, change the political institution from one that is self-serving to one that serves others, strengthen our military, and, you know, uh, these are the things that we need to invest in. These are the things that are important to grant to and an Americans. And that shield represents that. It represents protecting yourself from a government that is treading on the people. That flag exists because it is a warning to the government. Do not tread on me. And what our government is doing right now is treading on us in every way by weaponizing the government against its people. And that is inconsistent with our constitutional republic. It's inconsistent with our constitution. It's inconsistent with the values and principles, God-given rights of life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness, and our never-quit mentality of this country that is trying to be changed by people who want to weaken this great nation. We cannot allow that. I will not allow it. And I want to serve on your behalf to reinstate the greatness of this country here at home and abroad.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, General Don Baldock. if you are in New Hampshire, get out and vote. Get out and vote for this man. Let's flip the Senate and then let's change the direction of this nation with a true patriot. Thank you, General. God bless you and Godspeed.
2: Please go to donbolduc.com and help me out in any way that you can. It would be greatly appreciated. God bless you and thank you.
0: This is the website right here. Here's the website. Look at that beautiful dog. That is that a
2: black Labrador? No, what is that? This? That's a German Shepherd. Name is Victor. Okay. And uh, he's six years old. He's a medical service dog. And uh, he's, he's you know, just a great dog. I love uh, him. All right. A good, a good
0: loyal dog. And we need good loyal senators to patriotism in the Senate. God bless you, sir, again. And Godspeed.
2: God bless you too. And thank you.
0: All right. What a show, man. What a show. People at Twitter are getting fired. Donald Trump coming back to Twitter. Republicans taking the Senate back and they are running scared, baby. They're running scared. Hot Mike picked up Chuck Schumer yesterday, admitting to Biden that the Fetterman debate hurt their chances as a new poll shows that Dr. Oz is surging into the lead in Pennsylvania. Check out this Hot Mike clip.
1: That seat is
0: dangerous. It's like a
1: we well, you know looks like it looks like the didn't of of said, you know, so that's and we're basically, we're, we're up
0: that. okay so what uh, Schumer was saying there is that the Pennsylvania this is a hot Mike picking this up he's saying the Pennsylvania debate did not hurt us that much uh huh okay Gotcha. Durr. No, it did hurt you actually. Dr. Oz is up by three points in the first post-debate poll. Three points on John Fetternut's fetterlump, whatever you want to call him, man. The guy is not alive. And we feel we 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 feel pity for him. We do. We feel pity for him. Uh he has been taken advantage of. He has been abused by the by the the these witches by these goblins who run the Democrat Party, something very dark happening in the Democrat Party, man. These witches who like take advantage of their beleaguered and broken husbands for power and prestige. Jill Biden looking at you. You can stop LARPing as Alice Cooper. Alice Cooper's time LARPing as first president must as as first lady must come to an end. It must come to an end. It must stop now. What's happening is so egregious. And you know what? I mean, I guess why why should I why should I give them good advice? Right. Let Biden continue to say stuff like this on the trail. Here's Biden lying about gas.
2: The most common price of gas in America is three dollars and thirty nine cents down from over five dollars when I took office.
0: Uh, okay, down from five dollars when you took office. What are you talking? What are you talking about? You sad, old, beleaguered, dementia, drooling patient in the corner, who just uh, had a, a a a made a made a dirty bomb in his pants, ladies and gentlemen? It's not appropriate what they're doing to Joe Biden. They're literally manhandling him on stage because he doesn't know where to go. Watch Joe Biden get manhandled in New York by the New York the two New York Senator doofuses, the dumbest some of the dumbest people in the Senate, man, Chris and Gillibrand, just grabbing the president and yanking him around like he's a meat puppet okay
2: yeah go, go, go over here joe
0: ah, well, so, i mean since when since when you have two options Yeah, the clip, you remember the clip of Donald Trump where he was like pushing his way to the front and shoving other world leaders around and Trump was like fixing his jacket. Got my Trump, got my, uh, got my the Don shirt on available at the Benny store. Uh, when Trump was like shoving around other world leaders and big alpha energy moving to the front, right? That you can do that or you can have the president that gets shoved around. Okay. Those are your options. Those are your options. Sick people. Absolutely perverse, sick, dark ideology, these leftists, man. Fetterman often struggled to communicate during the debate. Of course, we covered that. And now the first polls are showing that Dr. Oz is up in Pennsylvania, which is huge. Chuck Schumer clearly terrified of that and trying to break the news to Biden. Sad, beleaguered old men. Joe Biden will need to be sitting in his wheelchair for this one. USA Today poll, GOP getting 40 percent of the Hispanic vote and 21 percent of the black vote. I have ruled. It's over. Judge Benny presiding. It's over. It's over. Our uh, judge Mallet actually says based on it. This was a gift from uh, this was a gift from from Rolls Royce over there running the show based. It's over, ladies and gentlemen. If you do not get 90 plus percent of the black vote as Democrats, then you cannot win. You can't win nationally. You can't win locally. You can't win anything. But then you match that with. 50% of Hispanics going to support Republicans on a generic ballot, naming parties, but not individuals, Uh, Republican Congress, congressional candidates over Democrats, 49 to 45, a turnaround since the USA Today poll taken in July. All indicators are pointing towards a red, not a red wave, a red nuclear meteorite from the red planet rolling through and crushing Dems, making them not a functional political party anymore. Check this out. This is wild. On the issue of inflation, in the feeling that the White House hasn't done enough to address it is helping Republicans score major inroads among Hispanic and black voters, both demographic groups and uh, that Democrats have long relied on for support. Now, 40% of Hispanics and 21% of blacks are backing Republican candidates. To compare that, Donald Trump carried 12% of blacks and 32% of Hispanics. So you're talking like a 25% increase from where Donald Trump had Black and Hispanic support, which was historic, actually. Donald Trump had historic numbers of Black and Hispanic support, and now it is still skyrocketing. Well, this seems like a very bad political strategy, okay? So what happened was Barack Obama got in. He decided, we're just going to say that we hate white people for the rest of time. That's going to be the Democrat policy. We hate whitey. We hate whitey. We hate all white people. And um, that's what we're going to run on. And we're just going to disparage the largest... Uh, group of people here in this country. Now, of course, people should it should be illegal. It is illegal based on the 1964 Civil Rights Act to have any type of discrimination or qualification based on race in America. So it is still mind boggling to me that my driver's license has to say my race, that I get asked my race every time I buy a gun. Like, why is that exactly? Can somebody explain that to me when you're like getting on a plane? Like, Like, why exactly do you keep people? Put into groups Morgan Freeman had a really cool clip on this in 60 minutes a couple of years ago. Could never say it today. Morgan Freeman is like, "I think that we'll stop caring about this stuff when you stop asking about it. I just want to be considered a person. I don't want to be considered a black person. I'm just an American, okay? And that's the way that everyone should view life. We are all created equally under God and valuable to our Creator, who loves us, who doesn't care about the amount of melanin in our skin based on where our ancestors came from a thousand years ago. It is utterly irrelevant. So thank God that blacks and Hispanics are breaking for a party that views the world that way, because blacks and Hispanics do not want to be viewed as some type of homogenous brain dead group that just votes in lockstep like zombies every four years for people that are going to betray them. No, it's a good thing. Become awake, become awake, not woke. And the woke are saying, so now, so now Democrats are losing, they're losing blacks, they're losing Hispanics. And of course they've told white people that you're, that you're the worst thing to ever, you're a plague on humanity. It's going to be a really great, so who exactly, who exactly is going to vote Democrat? You have not betrayed all of your functional conceivable base of support that's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off. Uh, it's definitely not going to pay off. It's going to lend, lend itself to the destruction of the Democrat Party as a functional political. They're just going to have to rebrand. They're going to have to like throw the thing in the trash where it belongs, and they're just going to have to rebrand. They're going to fraction. They're, you're going to split off the AOC Bernie Sanders wing. You're going to get them like the corporate moderate mushy Democrat wing. Everyone's going to break. They're all going to infight. It's going to be glorious. And we're going to follow it all here. The only people that will be left voting Democrat is going to be like Vijaya Gade standing there in a bread line after getting her ass handed to her by Elon Musk and kicked out into the into the street, into the cold to go uh, fight the vagrants in San Francisco with uh, broken syringes. Good riddance. Republicans take four point lead with 11 days until midterms. GOP gains more momentum as voters zero in on inflation and Democrats try to avoid red tsunami. Red tsunami. I like that from the Daily Mail. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. It is here. Republicans have rounded, have rebounded in the polls. Sorry about that. Rebounded in the polls. Democrats continue to flail on inflation in the economy in the final days. This is exactly the time where you should be making your closing argument. There is no closing argument. It's just Joe Biden going, and John Fetterman going, and they're both like, that's how they talk to each other. Okay, that's That's their closing argument. All right. Their closing argument is John Fetterman going, hello, everyone. Good night. To start his debate. That's it. It's crunch time in 2022, midterms, uh, elections, and Democrats are scrambling to avoid a red tsunami by deploying President Joe Biden (laughs) and Kamala Harris, former President Barack Obama, across the country. New Suffolk University poll shows that nearly half of the voters would cast their ballots for Republican candidates. Uh, and only 44, not even 45% of candidates for Democrats. The lead falls outside of the poll's margin of error. So this is a definitive poll. By late July, Democrats have four point lead in Republicans, 44 to 40%, which has now flipped in the countdown to election day. Other surveys also show that Republicans are winning in the generic ballot. Siena College uh, and New York Times October survey found Republicans with a four point advantage, it it cannot be overstated how much these liberal suppression polls showing that Republicans are going to win is going to just absolutely blow my mind for the rest of my life. Suffolk University USA Today poll shows that the majority of voters rank inflation as the number one issue in the economy. Uh, Abortion came in number two OK, well, that doesn't seem right. I've seen a lot of polls that uh, disparage that, but I've never seen anything like this. Siena College, New York Times suppression poll showing that Republicans have a four point advantage and how we're going to keep that advantage. We're going to get out, we're going to vote, and then it doesn't end. That's when the work actually begins. The problem with Republicans is that they vote. We elect these guys and it's like, can you repeal Obamacare, please? And they're like, huh? No, I think we'll do tax cuts for corporations. People need more private jet. like no. There are specific issues that you're going to do now that we give you power and we're going to hold you. We're going to grab you by the balls and by the back of the neck, and we're going to force you to do these issues. Investigate the Biden crime family. Investigate Dr. Fauci. Finish the wall. Repatriate American jobs back from China. Make China uh, the global enemy that it is and make that our national security footing and then begin. By destroying the Department of Education. I mean, I could go through the list. You can get rid of the Department of Education, Department of Energy. A lot of drilling, fracking to do. There are so many wonderful things that can be done. For instance, uh, following the law. And if you break the law, then you go to jail. Very harsh penalties for criminals. It's got to happen. And we're going to make it happen because we are activated, motivated, and we are gathering together. It's a wonderful thing, this movement, and it's a wonderful thing being able to do this show every single day. We thank all of you. And if you can't get enough, Benny, I will be live on Nerd Roddick's channel tonight. Nerd Roddick, one of my favorite creators. He is in Orlando, and we are going to be doing Friday night tights on his channel. So please check that out. Uh, And we very much look forward to meeting one of our internet heroes. I really do love that dude and his content. It is uh, a wonderful thing to see all of these indicators for freedom happening. And now that just means the work begins. So let us go about the work of saving this nation. Let us get our priorities straight. God, family, country. Let us stay free men and women because we were born that way. That's the way God designed it. And ladies and gentlemen, we're going to save this place for us, for our children, for our children's children. It is our solemn duty, our sacred right. God bless you. Have a wonderful weekend. My name is Benny Johnson. This is The Benny Show.